Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey. Representatives from the Shinnecock Nation were at Town Hall last Thursday for a work session with the Southampton Town Board to discuss the tribe's plans to build an 11,000-square-foot gas station and travel plaza along the north side of Sunrise Highway in Hampton Bays. Tom Gogler reports in the Southampton Press that the Shinnecock first conceived of the travel plaza more than six years ago and recently cleared a 10-acre lot out of 100 acres of a tract of Shinnecock land known as Westwoods, prompting concerns from neighbors and town officials about the clearing of the land, where it now stands stacks of timber, heavy equipment, and a large pile of wood chips. A Shinnecock Nation plan to potentially utilize Newtown Road as an access point, if necessary, has raised further questions about how that might add more traffic to already congested local Hampton Bays roads. Shinnecock Tribal Chairman Brian Polite told the board he was appearing before the town board to dispel what he said was misinformation about Westwoods, quote, how we own it, what it means to us, And he presented a slideshow to the board by way of explaining the tribe's process and plans for the site and historical claim to the land. Polite noted that he was under no obligation to do so and that some of his fellow tribal council members had opposed his appearance before the town board. But he did highlight the town board's recent vote to create an October 1st Shinnecock Heritage Day in the town of Southampton as a gesture of good faith that the tribe would like to build on. Heating complaints from the licensed cannabis industry. Governor Kathy Hochul said it's high time that social media companies and tech giants such as Google and Meta stop promoting illicit weed dealers on their sites that hurt legal operators, aid the massive black market, and deprive New York of tax revenues. Carl Campanile in the New York Post reports that Governor Hochul will deliver that message today during a scheduled press conference at her Manhattan office, which will also highlight her other proposals to crack down on the illicit cannabis operators. Right now, Google and others knowingly allow illegal stores to promote unlicensed products on their platforms. I'm calling on them to cease promotion of all illegal cannabis shops, Governor Hochul said in a statement to the New York Post. On Sunday, the Post reported that on a letter that licensed cannabis operators sent to the urging her to launch a probe and even consider suing Google, Meta, and others for engaging in false advertising of unlicensed marijuana shops. Hochul will be accompanied by licensed cannabis operators and Manhattan business advocates today as she urges lawmakers to do so. The town of Southampton is seeking public input following a recent design study presentation before the Southampton Town Board by the firm Historical Concepts, focused on the downtown business district and Hampton Bays. Tom Gogler reports on 27East.com that the survey is open through tomorrow and follows several meetings held in January between town officials and historical concepts and various Hampton Bays organizations, including the Hampton Bays Civic Association, 
the Hampton Bay's Chamber of Commerce, and the Hampton Bay Citizens Advisory Committee. Residents are encouraged to take the Hampton Bay's Conceptual Design Survey at SouthamptonTownNY.gov. SouthamptonTownNY.gov. A new map of New York's congressional districts would subtly shift Long Island districts to, in theory, help two Republicans and one Democrat. Yancey Roy reports on Newsday.com that the new map was outlined in a bill drafted by the Democratic-led state legislature late Monday night and is poised to be approved by lawmakers as early as today. It would give Democrats better chances than they currently have in three districts while trading off territory with Republicans, observers said. But overall, changes were modest. Republicans who floated the idea of challenging the new map were noticeably silent when details were published yesterday. On Long Island, the 3rd Congressional District, held by Representative-elect Tom Swasey, a Democrat from Glencove, would move north and east. Swasey would lose Republican-rich Massapequa and gain parts of Suffolk County's North Shore, including Huntington, Huntington Station, Cold Spring Harbor, and Lloyd Harbor. The Queens portion of the district essentially remains intact. Moving the 3rd District would trigger other changes, including an Our First Congressional District here in the East End, held by Representative Nick Lalota, the Republican from Amityville. The 1st Congressional District would lose Lloyd Harbor, Cold Spring Harbor, and Huntington, but pick up Mariches. It would go from about 50% Democrat to 49%. Just hours after the maps went public, Democrat Jim Gorin suspended his campaign to take on Lalota, noting much of his base in Huntington would become part Part of Tom Swasey's district. In the waning months of the Bologna administration, a top Suffolk County official initiated a $75,000 contract for a Huntington Station nonprofit that later named the official its chief executive. Formal paperwork for the county's contract with the Health and Welfare Council of Long Island was initially approved by the county's Department of Social Services on December 21, 2023, according to a copy of the contract obtained by Newsday. At the time, Vanessa Baird Streeter was still a deputy county executive. Mark Harrington and Sandra Petty report on Newsday.com that weeks later, on January 4th, the Health and Welfare Council announced it had selected Baird Streeter as president and CEO from a list of more than 60 applicants. Baird Streeter, 55, started in her new job on February 5th. Suffolk County mailed a fully executed contract to the council on February 6th. Language in the contract earmarks more than 70000 of the $75,000 contract award to salaries and benefits. The total salary listed for the executive was $200,000. Seniors on much of Long Island who receive New York's basic star exemption have until this coming Friday, March 1st, to apply for an enhanced program that could save them thousands of dollars more on their property taxes. Chris Kahn reports on Newsday.com that New York's school tax relief star program helps homeowners pay for property taxes in the form of credits or exemptions. The benefit increases for residents who are 65 and older.
shelter. In some localities, the enhanced credit or exemption can be double the basic benefit. The Friday deadline applies only to those who already have a star exemption. If you're already receiving a star tax credit, you don't need to apply for the enhanced. Tax officials urge seniors to check with their local assessor's office. Adam Potter, whose previous proposals for mixed-use developments of property he owns on Bridge and Rose Streets in Sag Harbor have drawn intense opposition. He's gone back now to the drawing board. Stephen J. Coates reports on 27East.com that earlier this month, he submitted plans for a scaled-back development of the site that would consist of a three-story building with 7,935 square feet of non-retail commercial space on the first floor and 44 apartments, 14 of which would be set aside as affordable on the upper two floors. The total size of the building would be 61,155 square feet, and 44 parking spaces would be provided in a ground floor parking garage. Unlike two earlier proposals, which would have made use of five separate lots totaling 1.4 acres, the current design would use only two parcels totaling just under one acre. The former Dodge and Eater building at 11 Bridge Street and a house at 7 Bridge Street in Sag Harbor. Three other parcels on Rose Street, which Potter had included in his original development plans, have been dropped from the proposal and put up for sale. Each of those lots have houses that are listed as contributing structures in the village's historic district. Their removal or raising would have required variances and the approval of the Sag Harbor Village Board of Historic Preservation and Architectural Review. Potter said the changes he has made show he has been trying to work with his critics to achieve an acceptable outcome. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.